from the woods to the water, from the bucks to the ducks. Your weekday foray out of the office begins now on WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and WNSP.com. Stay tuned as Alan White and Doug Max talk with fishing and hunting pros, share tips and tricks, and discuss Alabama's greatest natural resource, the great outdoors. WNSP Outdoors, brought to you by Andrews Diesel and Automotive, Hall Sausage and Wholesale Meats, Eastern Shore Ace Hardware, Titan Leafy Suits, Street Seafood and Meat Market, Medicare Insurance Advisors, and Blue Water Yacht Sales. Now, let's head outdoors with Alan White. Good afternoon and welcome to the show. I'm Alan White along with Doug Max. We've been working hard getting a good show uh, together for you today. We've got all your fishing forecasts for your weekend coming up, uh, freshwater and inshore fishing, so stick around for that. I want to remind everybody on April 22nd at Bicentennial Park in Stockton, Alabama, we'll have Discover North Baldwin Outdoor Expo. This is the first year they've had this. They've, they've just got it full of speakers and displays, vendors, all kind of music and activities, demonstrations, and so much more. The Auburn University Raptor Center will be there. Our guests today, Kenny Weiss and Kenny Weiss Jr., will be there doing turkey hunting demonstrations, and they will have a booth uh, there. So you'll you want to make sure you make plans on April 22nd this year to be at Bicentennial Park in Stockton, Alabama. It goes from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. that day. Doug, we got a beautiful day. Uh, you did some turkey hunting recently, had some success, and missed one this morning. I did. I thought I was on a roll. I've been <laughs> doing pretty good. Got one for my grandson and yeah. killed two for myself. And and then this morning, it hit a wall there when you, I missed one. So. You, you would have been limited out this morning. Man. Well, no, I can kill two more. Oh, so, that's right. Four yeah, in four Alabama. Four is the limit. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. I was wishful three, thinking, I guess. Three has kind of been my personal limit. Well, that's what I thought. For a few years. So. But, yeah, uh, I was telling, been bragging about my new red dot scope for people that yeah. know what that is. And yeah. They work great, but when the turkey takes off running, they're not so good. So. <laughs> you got to find them again. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, that's funny. All right, we've got D Mr. Don Green uh, on the phone. We, we've got a Delta report from him. Good to hear from you, Don. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you guys doing today? We're doing good. So is the water still on the rise, or what's going on I'm, out there? I'm telling you, thank the good Lord it, it didn't rain as much up to Tom Bigby as it did Alabama, because it, it's some water coming down from that Alabama. Uh, right now it's uh, 28.2 feet at uh, Coffeyville, and it's falling, and it should fall about 11 feet this weekend. And Alabama is 44.5 and rising at Claiborne. Would you believe that Miller's Ferry is 69 feet today? Man, I'm telling Whoa. you, it's water coming down that Alabama River. But now the good part of it is Alabama is the only river that's really flooding enough to really hurt us down here. We're going to get up to about seven. It's right now uh, buried at seven feet. But it's supposed to get up to 7.9 feet. That's a couple inches below breaching the creeks and bayous on the lower delta and the middle delta. So with a little bit, now we're supposed to have uh, not over six mile an hour wind for the next week. 
that's what's going to save us down there on this end. <laughs> We're going to be able to fish right through all of this high water. Uh, it's going to be, you know, if you fish around low tide, it's going to be normal, just just like any other time. And the fish, believe it or not, are, are biting. The brim fishing has been uh, uh, decent to good just about all over the lower delta and the middle delta. Uh, if you get out there, all you got to do is get in those smaller creeks. Of course, everybody's been fishing the smaller creeks the last week because of the wind. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're using wigglers on bottom, getting around the pockets where the pockets, they, they stage up to um, bed. And about three to five feet, put that wiggler just right on bottom and uh, just fish along. You find one or two, and when you find one or two good ones, uh, you'll know that they, there's more of them there. Now, let me tell you something about the difference between a good fish and a small fish. You hook a wiggler right in the middle so that both ends are dangling. Mm -hmm. Okay? When a big brim hits hits that wiggler, he's going to hit him right in the middle, right where the hook should be. Okay. But if it's small fish, they grab the end of it and run off and take it off your hook. Mm -hmm. You know when you're in big fish just by you catch them instead of losing bait. How about that? Hey, Don, and, let, me, and, uh, yeah. uh, let me ask you, you're talking about brim fishing and all. We're we still a little bit early spring. Would it would it be better? Right. And you talk about using wigglers and stuff. Would it be a good time to target the shell cracker? The shell cracker is really the going thing now. I, I don't talk about them that much because usually there's a few places that are so good and and uh you got to hit them just right to get them but yes right now is your shell cracker time from the first of april through the end of april is the time to get shell crackers uh I, i'll be going down to seminole here in a couple of weeks and i'm going to target big shell crackers more than anything else of course i'm going to be after a big bass or two but there's nothing like getting a hold of a pound and a half two pound shell cracker on a cane pole <laughs> <laughs> you better believe that <laughs> <laughs> Every year, they're about a month ahead of the bluegill, ain't they? Right. They usually, the, 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 the shell cracker is usually within a week of your bass when they start bedding. Okay. It's about a week later, uh, like a moon, you know, seven to ten days later. And uh, they're the uh, same thing with catfish. Catfish is right along the same time bass are. Uh, my, my catfish report today was to put those limb lines near the bank where it was deep enough, a fairly deep bank. Put your limb lines as close to the bank as you can get them because that's where the catfish are. Don is They're the, digging holes and stuff like that, getting ready to be it. Okay. Is the water fairly clear in the Middle Delta Creeks? In the middle, middle Delta Creeks and, and Lower Delta Creeks, the upper end of it hadn't been breached. See, it's been two or three weeks since it's been breached. Yeah. And, uh, they're, they're clearing up in the lower delta. The, the water's nice on up the end of it. And it should okay. stay that way if we don't have a, all of a sudden have a good south wind to blow it up into the delta to bring it back over and muddy everything up. That's that's what I'm hoping for is we're going to be right on the verge of getting everything muddy if we have a hard south wind, which we shouldn't. I think in the next seven days, the highest wind we're going to have is a six mile an hour wind just before that little occluded front comes through about two days from now. When that That's the one with the rain that's going to go above us, hopefully. <laughs> well, that's but uh, 
Go ahead. That's going to make the turkey hunters happy, the low wind. Well, yeah, you know, you know, uh, I don't know where you ever done it or not. You're a big turkey hunter, you probably have. But, you know, you can use your fishing times to hunt turkeys. Just like this week, we got, uh, what is a full moon, uh, one day, Tuesday. You fish, you, you, I mean, you hunt for three days right in the middle of the day. On that full moon, that's your prime time to kill a turkey on those three days, believe it or not. I believe you. And uh, uh, new moon, same way, and certain moons, you have better better chances to kill a turkey in the evenings or in the middle of the day than in the morning. Hmm. I mean, it, it, it's something that you can use all year round. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that's been a, a fact a long time that the moon times, you know, they're not just for fishermen, they're for hunters, too. That's right. That and, is and exactly right. Affect, and and I, I have, I, I found a, a, a bunch of turkeys one time when I was a youngster. And and that, during that time, I was really into this stuff, you know, finding out when they feed different animals and all. And I would watch those turkeys get in a circle on the edge of a field every day. And just sit there in the middle of the day. Hmm. Just like a covey of quail. Hmm. But on the moons, on the half moons and the full moons and the new moons, they were out there moving around being aggressive, you know. Hmm. It's, it's unbelievable that the difference. Why would he one day sit around and sleep all the middle of the day and the next day be feeding? It's just the way, you know, it's just the way the good Lord made it, I guess. That's right. That's yep. right. Well, I've been seeing a lot of catfish on. Huh? You know, being I guarantee caught. you they are wearing it out. Yeah. I guess the water, you know, rising like that is good for catfishing, Don? Well, when, when, uh, not necessarily. Now, okay. usually, when during this time, uh, earlier than this, you know, middle winter and late fall and, and late winter, usually when the river rises, they'll start heading up the creeks and things and won't be feeding that much till the water gets high. And then when it starts coming out, that's when they really go to it. And right now, you, you take Tuesday or Wednesday, because that water's going to fall right back out. It's going to, I mean, it's going down 10 or 11 feet in two or three days. And when it does that, they, those catfish are going to go crazy in those creeks and bayous, you know, on those limb lines. They're going to be, because most of you better catfish are up in those areas now. They left the main river because it's spawning time, you know. Yeah. They're like a bass. They'll get off that main river and find them a good place to spawn. They'll find pockets in the main river, but most of them are going to be up in creeks and, and bayous and lakes. Well, I don't know about you, but I sure do miss that grass along the edges in Mac Reynolds Lake. I'm telling you, you know, you know, the bad part of it is it went so fast, it don't look like it's going to come back for yep. our lifetime, really. It's it just so, so slow. Yeah. I see a little bit more every year, but not much. That's true. Thank you, Don. Appreciate the report, buddy. Okay. Y'all stick around. We got Captain Bobby Abrascado coming up next and Joe Dunn from Miller's Ferry to see what's going on up there. So stick around. We'll be right back.
Join me, Tony Ruggiero, on the Dew Sweepers Radio Show right here on WNSP, where I bring you the best teachers, fitness experts, mental coaches, and insiders from around the world of golf, all to give you all the help you need to improve your golf game. The Dew Sweepers Golf Show, presented by McConnell Automotive, and brought to you by the Taylor Martino Rowan Law Firm, Stokely Garden Express, Taco Mama, and Strixon Cleveland Golf. Saturday mornings at 7, only on 105.5 FM, WNSP, and WNSP.com. Street Seafood and Meat Market on Highway 31 in Baymanet has a great selection of fresh seafood and meats. Choose from their top cuts of meats or get yours custom cut. Find Street Seafood Restaurant on Facebook for order ahead to go daily buffet specials. A full meal served at the drive up from 10.30 till 3.30. Call 937-4096 and they'll put it together for you. Street's dining room is now open and the banquet room is open for private parties. Street Seafood Restaurant and Meat Market on Highway 31 in Baymanet. Find them on Facebook. Andrews Diesel and Automotive on Highway 31 in Spanish Fort is expanding, and they're looking for two technicians with big truck and or equipment experience to join their family of top professionals. Andrews Diesel and Automotive offers excellent pay, vacation, sick days, retirement, insurance, and paid holidays. Apply at 11349 Highway 181 in Spanish Fort or call 591-1596 to set up an interview. Andrews Diesel and Automotive, an equal opportunity employer. Are you over or approaching 65, working and trying to figure out if getting on Medicare is the right choice? If you're confused with your current Medicare coverage and want to talk to somebody local, Aiden Marks at Medicare Insurance Advisors is an independent agent that has been helping folks with their Medicare since 2009. Aiden has helped hundreds of individuals in Mobile and Baldwin County, located on Highway 98 in Daphne near Terry Thompson, and there's never a fee for his service. Call 251-463-0031 or visit MedicareInsurance-Advisors.com. With the warmer weather ahead, it's time to take care of those pesky boat problems you've been putting off. Visit Blue Water Yacht Sales today so you'll be ready to hit the water in the warmer weather. Blue Water is a full-line Yamaha outboard dealer and is a five-star gold service facility with a Yamaha Master Tech on hand. Of course, Blue Water carries a full assortment of inshore and offshore models from Pioneer, Bulls Bay, Avenger, Jupiter Marine, and Regulator. And if you're selling, skip the hassle and let Blue Water sell your boat for you. Visit BlueWaterYachtSales.net. One of the challenges of being a homeowner is finding someone you can trust for all the little things that can go wrong. But here on the Alabama Gulf Coast, Bachelor Service is the trusted name for HVAC generators and now plumbing repair. Their plumbing team can take care of any job, from a clogged drain or leaky faucet to installing a new high-efficiency tankless water heater. Bachelor's is service worth remembering. HVAC generators and now plumbing repair. Learn more at bachelorservice.com. Certification 17070. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the Sound of Mobile app. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. All right, welcome back to the show. I want to remind everybody that this segment is sponsored by Mo Yield. It's liquid fertilizer, it's less waste and less cost. You can visit plantagriproducts.com or get in touch with Matt Wilkins to get you some. All right, this uh, we've got Captain Bobby Abrascato with us with our inshore report. How you doing, Captain? Man, you must have had a premonition last week when we were wrapping up. Uh, you asked me about bird activity, and I'll tell you, you must have saw it coming because uh, this time. just this week, uh, over this weekend, man, just uh, out of nowhere, man, we started getting these waves of shrimp coming in, and uh, <clears throat> there were some trout 
you know, of course, running them to the surface, which made them pray for the birds. And, uh, well, you know what goes on from there. It just mm-hmm. gets crazy. So uh, you must have seen something coming because uh, I thought I'd seen a little bit of it, but uh, it definitely showed up. Not 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 huge flocks of them yet, but it's, it's heading that way. And, um, you know, if we don't get any kind of crazy cold weather like we had a couple of weeks ago, uh, that'll continue to happen, uh, especially with the salinity of the water where it's at right now. You know, the lower end of the bay now is uh, – I think we got probably have a rise on the river coming up with the rain that they had upstate. But <clears throat> the lower end of the bay and then down in south um, – you know, as I mentioned, if if we don't get some kind of crazy, uh, uh, you know, run of rain or anything like that, those waves of shrimp will continue to throw, sh- show up, and um, you know, and the fish will be on them like that, which is a whole other opportunity. There's a lot of fish that that stay put, but then it's fun when you run across those bird schools like I did, uh, or like I've been doing this week. You know, um, it's a lot of fun. You guys know what kind of action you know, happens under when you get around those things. It's just it's just crazy good fishing when you can luck into one of those things. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, I was going to ask you, you you mentioned about the salinity down in the lower bay. Uh, with this extra water that, that is, there is water coming. The rivers are coming up. And, well, uh, that kind of uh, speed up the migration of the fish back down to the lower end down there? Yeah, it will. What will happen, um, I think, as I mentioned, there's – you know, you have groups of fish, I think, that kind of pretty well stay put, you know, in some general areas. And then you have, I feel like we have, uh, you know, schools of moving fish that are following bait. And that particularly, those groups of fish really tend to move around with the bait, which is moved by the salinity or lack thereof, you know. So, yeah, you'll get some movement that way. And, then um, you know, and then some of the places, unless it just does get super, super fresh, which it really never gets that bad down there, uh you know, a lot of fish will stay put, but you'll see that movement like you're talking about, that you'll see that really start to happen, you know, with that runoff. But, you know, we fished the island. Um, man, my days all run together. I don't remember what day it was this week, but fished down to the island. And um, I was just shocked at how clear the water is down there right now. So it's going to take an awful lot of runoff to really screw that up down there. Uh, you know, and then, and of course, we'll cycle into a nip next com- next week, but then we go into the full moon, and then the post-full moon, tide incoming tide is a huge tide so you're going to have a lot of salinity being pushed back up into the bay with the tide too so you know i, I just don't see unless just it, it's just really crazy i mean unless barry starts getting up in the mid and upper teens it's not gonna it's not gonna affect it to the point that it'll just totally die yeah well i don't know do you see any dogwoods blooming now uh around mobile i don't I saw some azaleas is kind of what I look for, yeah. and then somebody mentioned about the dogwoods the other day. But, you know, the, the air temperature has been right for it, and it certainly was at the beginning of this month, you yeah. know. So, uh, you know, and the water temperature is back up in the mid and upper 60s, which is where we were almost at the beginning. You know, we're all right around there at the beginning of the month, you know, and that's that's that, that spawning trigger for them. Mm-hmm. I mentioned, too, that the moon, we got a – we got the moon next next uh, next week is the full moon, and the water temperature's getting up to where you're going to start seeing some peak spawning activity now with the, with the salinity where it's at. Uh, I'm talking about with trout. Yeah. You're going to see some peak spawning next week with that full moon start to occur. So it's going to it's a good time of the 
uh, the moon phase and the good time of the year to get out there. And, you know, this early part of the spawn is when the trout are the heaviest. Um, and they, those row sacks get thinner as they go in later into the spawn, like into the late summer and into the fall. So this is an opportunity. If you catch one right now, you're going to get that extra weight bonus on one that you, you know, if you got one that you really want to uh, take a picture of and get mounted or whatever you do with it, that be might be a good time to do it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's any scientific reasons for it but it seems like when the dogwoods bloom and they start falling off you know uh that's when i see the birds start hammering the shrimp you know yeah well you you nailed it because that's when uh that that really happened and it was just you know i don't know it surprises me that a lot of times that it happened so suddenly because i had thought i'd seen mm -hmm. uh you know some birds trying to make up you know, last week before you asked me about that, but this this week I was literally in the midst of <laughs> shrimp jumping and 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 bird. You know, of course the birds fly away from you when you're get the boat gets near them, but the fish don't leave and the shrimp don't leave. It's flesh. I got you. All right, Bobby. Thank you so much, man. And uh, all right, guys, y'all have a good weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You too. Hey, let's give away uh, Ace Hardware, Eastern Shore Ace Hardware, $20 gift certificate. We'll take the third caller at 694-1055. That's 694-1055. Ace Hardware, located on the Eastern Shore on uh, Spanish Fort Hill, Highway 31. All right, we've got Joe Dunn from Miller's Ferry on. How you doing, Joe? Doing great, Adam. Hey, all right. How's the, How bad is the water? I know the there's... Alabama River's flooded. <laughs> it's bad, huh? It, it, it's pretty bad. Uh, as of, uh, let's see, today, sometime, sometime this evening, uh, it's going to crest below the dam at Millsphere at 69 feet. So the, the water's out in the woods and places down there. And it's Selma. It actually crested yesterday about 42 feet and it's falling right now it'll be down to around 28 feet that summer by saturday so it ain't gonna be you know uh too bad by the weekend it's still gonna be stained and muddy though uh because it was it had a lot of mud in the yesterday when i was over there looking at it but the, the temperatures in the sloughs are still holding you know uh you know it's 60 and better so uh you're gonna be able to find some fish, but the water's a little bit stained. Go with a, you know, some chartreuse, a chartreuse black, chartreuse black and orange, that mm -hmm. kind of color pattern, and it'll, it'll still do pretty good. It, you know, the spawn you told me was on last Thursday, and you were catching yep. them in shallow water and the whole bit. Uh, I guess they're still there, even though the, the flooding conditions. Yeah, it's it's not gonna matter. You uh. Uh, I, I would hunt a bank where the water don't go out in the woods. I would stay on the lower end right now, stay yeah, yeah. from uh, Buzzard Roost down, probably better. Uh, you can go on up further, and, um, and he won't do some of the other creeks. But, but we got uh, we got a lot of local rain this time, too. Yeah. So that muddied up just about everything. So you're going to have to deal with stained or muddy water, but I'm... Uh, it, I've seen no I've fished in that muddy water and those colors there weren't real good. I mean they'll they'll bite right on. Well the good and, news uh, the good news is I think it's coming down pretty quickly according to Don Green, it is. Yeah, it's gonna cut well the Alabama has always it when it starts falling, it falls out fast. Yeah. It, it'll be good in a day or two, you know. Mm -hmm. It ain't like the Tom Bigby where it just 
it takes forever for it to seem like to fall out. That's right. But uh, Alabama falls out a whole lot faster. Yeah, yeah, it does. And and it's also, uh, Alabama ain't quite as bad an influence on our Delta down here as the Tom Bigby is. Yep. When, when it's flooded, yep. it really messes the Delta up. So, but, uh, yeah. You had any luck turkey hunting? Uh, well, I got to go yesterday was the first day, and I got to go this morning. And, you know, I got to sit down, sit down to a bird at least. Uh, yesterday morning, I got we got him within sight and uh, kept my son Cameron was with me and uh, <clears throat> had him out in front of me. He got to watch the show. I, I was behind him. I couldn't see all of it, uh, trying to peep around him. But uh, he just – he, he had a that invisible line, you know, and he wasn't coming no closer. And uh, he had, I think, but Cameron C. He had a three hens he had with him, and they started going off the other way. And then <laughs> finally, eventually, he he started easing that way too. So, but uh, when they back in there this morning, uh, you know, he got three or four times. I come in from different direction, <laughs> but you know, how it goes. Uh, I I was where he went yesterday. <laughs> But that wasn't the way you wanted to go today. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's, that's right. why that works. Well, it's hard to compete with that live hand, ain't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Well, Joe, I appreciate the report. Y'all can go see Joe at Dunn Sports in Thomasville, Alabama, located on Highway 43. Thank you, Joe. Thank y'all. Yes, sir. And we'll be right back with our special guests, Kenny Weiss and Kenny Weiss Jr. And you're going to hear all about some turkey calling. Stick around. Advertising and marketing your business is essential to grow your business. By partnering with the Sound of Mobile Radio and Digital Group, you can achieve success. With nearly 100,000 listeners in Mobile and Baldwin counties tuning in and thousands more interacting through our apps, daily podcasts, and online, we can offer your business a marketing plan for your target audience. We'll be happy to meet with you to formulate the right advertising for your goals. Email jimmy at 92zoo.net. That's jimmy at 92zoo.net. The Titan 3D Leafy Suit is the ultimate camouflage for hunting. With an 80 millimeter no see mesh, it's very cool and breathable. Plus, the Titan 3D has a double printed design, water repellent coating, a built-in removable face mask attached to the hood, quiet soft snap fasteners, large zippered pockets, and 18-inch zippered legs for easy on and easy off over boots. Just slip the Titan 3D Leafy Suit on over your clothing and you're ready to go. Pick up one at your favorite hunting store or visit leafysuits.com. This is Deborah Pennington with Nybrock inviting you to the Serve It Up With Love charity tennis tournament presented by Michelob Ultra, Briggs Equipment, and the Katranas Family Foundation. Tuesday, April 4th at the Mobile Tennis Center. Proceeds benefit the Child Advocacy Center. Ladies play at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. and men begin at 6 p.m. Register at tennislink.usda.com. Registration includes a signature t-shirt. Visit serveituploveclub.com for more information. 
Since opening in 1997, Dan Hart LLC has specialized in the sales and service of all types of rotating equipment. From mechanical seals and centrifugal pumps to gearboxes and vacuum pumps, Dan Hart has you covered. Their in-house team of certified technicians and experienced engineers are available 24-7 with industry-leading turnaround times for all of your rotating equipment or mechanical seal needs. For information, call 251-330-1750 or visit danhartllc.com. Why call the rest when you can have the best? Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM. And on the sound of Mobile App. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. On any spring morning, deep in the woods in South Alabama, the turkey hunts, hunters sitting there, daylight has come, and the first cardinal has sang, and this is what we hope to hear. Thank you so much. That was Kenny Weiss and Kenny Weiss Jr. and Doug Max uh, showing off their turkey uh, calling skills. The first thing that happened there was an owl hooted. Now, when an owl hoots, hopefully that makes a turkey gobble. And uh, we learn how to hoot like an owl in order to make a turkey gobble so we can locate that turkey. Well, then uh, Doug did the cackle uh, of a turkey hen and made this uh, gobbler over here on Kenny Weiss Jr. did a uh, double gobble. <laughs> then the crows get involved in all that noise, and boy, that morning really springs to life when that happens. Yeah, and sometimes a goose. A goose, that's right. <laughs> Gives one away. There's all kind of things that make a turkey gobble. I've had them gobble that uh, a beeper on a bulldozer backing mm-hmm. up across the branch there. Oh, yeah. I've had them uh, gobble at a loud muffler a guy cranked up his uh I don't think he even had a muffler on that truck. (laughs) He cranked it up to go to work one morning, and uh, that's the only thing that made that turkey gobble all morning. So, you know, I've killed killed them. They've been cutting wood. You know when when that saw hits that tree. Yeah, the limber. Yeah, yeah, they like that. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming uh, to the show again, Kenny and uh, Kenny Jr. Y'all have been doing this turkey calling demonstrations all over the the United States, I guess, for a long time now. And uh, I'm happy to hear that y'all are going to be at the 
North Bowen Discover Outdoor Expo coming up on uh, April 22nd up at uh, the Bicentennial Park near Stockton, Alabama. And uh, y'all going to have a booth there so anybody can come by and talk to you about turkey hunting yeah, tips. Yeah, we're going to be building some calls and running friction calls and, <laughs> you know, maybe give a couple pointers. Won't lie too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're... You have uh, been putting on a turkey calling contest every year in Jackson, Alabama, yes, for a while now. It's the first Saturday in November. That's the Pine City Classic. Pine City Classic, yeah. yes, sir. And, and this past year we had it, and heck, we had, uh, you know, let's see, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, mm -hmm. Florida, Alabama, Mississippi. Yeah, they had a good yeah, representation. I sure did. Yeah. And then, uh, and you know, of course, in June, June 9th and 10th, we got the World Championship here at the Convention Center. Yeah. And, buddy, I think going by the response, we we got some callers going to be coming in. If, yeah. they, if they sign up, they, uh, last year I think we had 19 states represented, but we're we pulling some more in this year. That's great. Now, Kenny Jr. has had – some success in the calling contest. Tell us about some of the contests that you've placed and won in. Oh uh, well, I've I've won a couple of them. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, I've won from Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, uh, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee. Won some contests in Arkansas and South Carolina. South Carolina. I've. It's a little bit easier just saying I won the Southeastern Conference, but <laughs> but uh, but in recent years, my two major titles, uh, I won the 2019 World Owl Hooting Championship and the 2021 World Goblin Championship. Well, well certainly, you can dang sure owl and gobble better than anybody <laughs> I heard. That's right. That's uh, that's something to hear in in person, but y'all can all hear it on uh. April 22nd in person, so make sure you go to Stockton to the Bicentennial Park up there and uh, enjoy some of these shows they put on. It's quite something to see. Well, you know, uh, Alan, we, we, we know them both really well, been friends a long time, and hey, they may know all there is to know about turkey calling, but they seem to know a whole lot about turkey hunting, too. <laughs> I've been out we, there in the woods with them, and they know just as much about turkey hunting as they do about turkey calling. Uh, we we luck up every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I do too every now and then. But <laughs> uh, but but yeah, uh, I talk about I've been turkey hunting a long time. This fellow been turkey hunting longer than I. <laughs> I, I believe he has. You you, you got to respect your elders. Yeah, now. that's right. And, uh, I, I think you probably got four or five years on me in that, and, and that's a long time. So, uh, and you you got to hunt back when the populations were just at their peak, oh, just weird. like I did. And and man, I mean, nobody will ever be as blessed as we were oh. in that. But you know, you, the more you fool with turkeys, the more you learn. Oh yeah, and, most definitely. And you know, they could say, "Well, you was lucky back then." Yeah, but you got to interact with a lot of turkeys, and there you learn something from every one. Yeah, of them. and nowadays is like you just said. We had turkeys back there. You could hunt them. You could call to them. Yeah. They loved it. Well, now it's it's evolved to a different state. You know, uh, stage actually. They, uh, you know, there's not as many, and they harder to 
fool, especially That's... south southwest Alabama and southeast Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, you kill one there, you can kill one anywhere. Yeah, that's true. They're tough. Uh, there's a couple of great organizations that advocate the habitat and the betterment of our wild turkey population. One is, of course, the National Wild Turkey Federation, and the other is Turkeys for Tomorrow, Correct. which is only two or three years old now. Yeah, tell us what you know about that. Well, uh, you know, Turkeys for Tomorrow. You know, of course, we real involved it with the NWTF, um, but Turkish for Tomorrow's upcoming. You know, they they young, and they are kind of the same program in a way, but they are really trying to push preserving the turkeys. They they want our kids and grandkids to have turkeys to hunt, mm-hmm. and um, you know so. Hopefully, two. Hopefully, it grows, and we have two organizations, you know, pushing for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the state of Alabama, they did something a couple years back. They, I disagree with the biologists, but it's what they say. But they took the ten days from the beginning of the season, and added a couple days to the end, said to give the birds more time to the mature birds more time to breed well uh they were already breeding now we've got reports that there's already poults running around you know mm-hmm. so you know it, it, you know they the turkeys don't go by calendar mm-hmm. you know they don't wait till march 15th start mating no the, you know the weather drives turkeys not that's the, it not the calendar. that's it oh uh, i'm gonna go back to something you you were talking about both you know, both organizations do do a whole lot. And, and you might remember back last summer at the uh, state calling contest and Terrence Williamson was talking to people, and he said, you know, it don't have to be NWTF or Turkeys for Tomorrow. He Correct. said, I'm happy to be a member of both. Right. He said, just like I'm a member of Ducks Unlimited and Delta Waterfowl. Right. They, they all are doing good for the wildlife. You know? Well, you know, it, and, it, and you can – be a part of all of it right any you know? any anybody in the sports field it, it you know you you need to try to give back and you got to support these organizations that's right you know the, especially the good organizations. Uh, i want to encourage everybody to look <coughs> both of those organizations up on the internet and support both of them equally uh but i want to bring up a banquet, you know, this is a season for banquets, for turkey hunting banquets and right. to raise money. And we need everybody needs to support these banquets. You're involved in one that I'm going to be attending on May 19th. Tell yeah. us about that. Yeah, May 19th at, at the grounds, you know, we us old-timers still call it the fairgrounds, but it's the grounds, mm-hmm. uh, Westmobile Golden Spurs. Mm-hmm. We're going to have our banquet and uh, – uh, you might even get to hear a call or two done there, you know. Uh-huh. But uh, but it's a uh, it's a fundraiser for the NWTF, um, and in the proceeds go to that. That we we take out what we it cost, and then we'll send money back, and then we will get about fifty seven percent come back to the state. That's great. We're going to continue this conversation after the break. Y'all take us into the break with some of that fine calling.
The Dr. Christopher Mullinix High School Championship Drive is hitting the road and heading to Mary G. Montgomery High School. This Friday, WNSP will be loading up Air Sports 1 and taking Friday's opening kickoff to the Vikings campus to discuss the spring sports with coaches, players, and administrators. The Dr. Christopher Mullinix High School Game Day is brought to you by Beefo Brady's, Greer's Markets and Cash Saver, Rich's Car Wash, Ward International Trucks, The Barnes Family of McDonald's Restaurants, LNS Air Conditioning, and Badcock Home Furniture and more. Do you have a vision of a golf cart that doesn't exist? Well, the Cart Doctor can make it happen for you. The Cart Doctor's custom capabilities are virtually limitless. Lift kits, paintwork, they'll do whatever it takes to bring your ideas to life. With an unrivaled inventory on site, the Cart Doctor is the one name you need if you're looking for a new golf cart, need repairs, or just routine maintenance. Located at 5683 Highway 90 West in Theodore, or visit CartDR.com and follow the links to connect with the Cart Doctor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For 159 years, Wilmer Hall Children's Home has been serving young people in need due to poverty, abuse, homelessness, and neglect. Our programs include transitional living, tutoring, and a delivery-based food pantry. Please save the date for our summer fundraiser, the Kaiser Marie Memorial Fishing Tournament presented by Lazy Boy, to be held on June 17th at the Mobile Big Game Fishing Club with a way station on Dolphin Island. For more information about Wilmer Hall, please visit wilmerhall.org. Heart failure, carpal tunnel syndrome, shortness of breath, stomach issues, lower back pain. How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Clones, listen up. Not all beef jerky is the same. In fact, there are major differences in quality from one brand to the next. Old Trapper is a better way to snack. Chock full of good protein to satisfy your manliest hunger cravings. Every bite is better for you and higher in essential protein than chips, sugar-filled energy bars, and candy. Old Trapper, in the Clearview bag, is the world's finest jerky, made with only the best ingredients. So as for Old Trapper by name, because no other jerky compares, Old Trapper, what's your beef? Are you working way too hard for way too little? There's never been a better time to consider a career in IT. You could enjoy a recession-resistant career in a rewarding field with plenty of growth opportunities and often flexible work environments. Go to My Computer Career and take the free career evaluation. You could start your new career in months, not years. Take classes online or on campus. And financial aid is available to qualified students, including the GI Bill. Now is the time. MyComputerCareer.edu. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the Sound of Mobile app. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. All right, welcome back to the show. I'm Alan White along with Doug Max. We've been talking to Kenny Weiss and Kenny Weiss Jr. And we've been uh, talking about turkey hunting and turkey calling and some events. I want to give away a Boston butt from Street Seafood and Meat Market, located in Baymanette on Highway 31. We'll take the third caller at 694-1055 for a Boston butt. Well, Kenny, we were talking about uh, the the banquet coming up, the Mobile Golden Spurs. Yeah, the West Mobile West, Golden Spurs. Okay. It's it's May 16th at the grounds, the old fair. May 19th at the grounds. That's right. May 19th at the grounds. 
and uh, tickets are available where? Right now. Uh, you, you can uh, go online uh, and you can purchase them online. Uh, look me up on Facebook, Kenny Weiss. You can look up Kenny Weiss Jr. Or, or they will be available on the Westmobile Golden Spurs Facebook page. Right, but it, we we pre-sell our tickets so we know, you know, yeah. how much to yeah. much, so how much food to prepare. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I encourage everybody, all the listeners, to man. Even if you don't turkey hunt, these events are something to see. They really are beautiful yeah. artwork being auctioned off. Yeah, we'll have a live auction, silent auction, um, and. You know, it's, chances, you know, you know. It's an experience. It's a it's a good time to take your wife and kids. I just tell people we'll whine you and dang you. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, let's get some more turkey calling in. I want to kind of explain to our audience, uh, or let you do so, kind of when you first get out there early in the morning, it's just cracking daylight. And, uh, you know, as a turkey hunter, what kind of calls do you make? What you know, and what's the reason for them? What do they mean? Well, the first thing we do when we get out there is listen. I mean, that we try to let the woods wake everything up on its own, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the reason the bird answers an owl or a crow is more of a shock gobble. Um, you know, they, uh, but I have owl them, and they, they'll actually come towards owl sometime, you know, but. I reckon he's mighty lonely, but uh, <laughs> but but anyway, you know, uh, but that's what we try to do, and uh, but if we have to owl or we hear a bird gobble, whichever way it is, we try to close the distance. If we have enough room to close the distance, you might already be there close enough, mm-hmm. and you set up and you. Some people say you don't call the one on the limb. I want to hunt their bird because I'm gonna let them. I hope I'm. A, uh, I hope I'm on the other side of him because I'm gonna let him know I'm there. Hey, that's something I hear people say a lot. And I've got a good friend that's a really good turkey hunter, and he said that one day. I don't, I don't ever call to him on a limb. I said, "What keeps them from turning and flying completely the opposite direction?" That, that's yeah. true. I said, you that got, don't make any sense. You got to let them know where you're at exactly. and which direction they yeah. need to come exactly. to. You know, I, I I was fortunate enough. Whenever I got into turkey hunting, uh, you know, I didn't know a thing. My, my father, he never had hunted, you know, and and uh, so we got there, and I was surrounding myself. Or I made friends with some old-timers that was callers, you know, uh, not really competition callers, but hunters. Turkey callers. And, <laughs> heck, my, my old boss, uh, Jim Fondren and Warren Cornelius, they said, you got to let them know where you're at. You <laughs> know? Right. That's I right. I agree. That's and, right. But the only time that I won't call to them on the limb is if they're so close that I think they can see into my area. And if they're up high on the limb and they hear a turkey, you know, they, they look look and say, hey, there's no turkey. They're looking for that hen. Yeah. See, the hen goes down. to them. They won't fly down until they see yep. a hen. You right. know? So if he's further enough away, what I do is just cluck. That's just a soft call cluck and to let them know I'm here, I'm okay. And uh, then I wait for them to fly down maybe and yell. You know? Why don't you uh, demonstrate what a cluck is, uh, Kenny Jr.? 
that's a clock. That's that's a yeah. That's that tree. That's a tree call. He's yeah. doing a tree call now. If you if you can get in there, if he's close, yeah. You know, keep in mind he roosted there the night before. Uh-huh. Well, he's gonna know if there's a hen right there. Yeah. You know, but if you far enough away, you do a little old you know tree call. He said, "Hmm, she must have slipped in there on me." You know, and but. And there's something else. Do that. Do a tree call. And then he's going to do a fly down cackle. You do that little old slap your leg like it did right then, sound like a wing flap. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times you're going to hear his, he's going <laughs> to gobble right after that. Yeah, he'll <clears throat> Reason he gobbles, he's trying to lure the hens to him. He's he's telling them, said, look here, babies, here I am. Y'all come yeah. to me. And we're trying to call a turkey a gobbler to us, which is opposite what nature intended. And so that makes it even harder. <laughs> yep, oh, yeah. and and that's that's true. Uh, uh, and we have uh, we try to reverse. This, this is a secret, and I'm gonna go ahead and tell it. But it, what what we try to do is get the bird interested in us, and then we're gonna do just like these these women do. We're gonna play hard to get. And and whenever they uh, uh, we want him to start calling for us, and I call it reversing roles mm-hmm. right there. And if I can get him to reverse that role, I just text my wife, get the grease ready. <laughs> We're gonna have fried turkey breast. Hey, I, I like to call that where you're answering him instead of he's answering you. Correct. That's, yeah, that's correct. right. That's we right. want we want him to start calling to us. That's right. When you can get that that going, that scenario going, oh, yeah. most of the time you're going to have when, success. Especially whenever you can get there and you just look at your call and that bird gobbles <laughs> and you know well, that, you answer him, he should be there before too long. And, and we don't – I'm going to tell you, we don't call too much. If we are calling to a bird, we're gonna revert we're gonna get that role reversed as quick as we can. You know, and sometimes it's hard, you know, but you know, my daughter, I'm gonna be hunting with my daughter this weekend and I know we hear birds call to him, Daddy, call to him. <laughs> now I wanna kill him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you like to hear him call. We all do. Oh yeah. And, and man, it is easy to overcall. That's Very it. easy to overcall. And and that may not be a problem with a younger turkey, you know. But you got an old Sharpsburg turkey. You I like, you I like take a, it easy. They, they, I like old young dumb ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they make you look but, like you're good. That's yeah. it. That's but it. Yeah, those those older birds they got old for a reason. That's right. And they did. I mean they they're not a dumb animal. No, they they look good. They still look good in pictures. Yeah, they're like about <laughs> a eight or nine pound bass that's seen every lure that's come oh, yeah, by. They've they, heard every call. That's it. They know what the woods, to bite at. You know, and they know, and and you better be good. You know, I hear people say, well, I can call up two-year-olds, but I can't seem to do nothing with them old ones, you know. But, 
I'm on. Somebody uh, like Kenny can. Well, that, that's when you run into woodsmanship is what really kills those older birds. You better believe it. Woodsmanship is really important. Let's talk about that some more after I give away one more thing from Hall Sausage and Wholesale Meats, a five-pound pork sausage variety pack, third collar, 694-1055. Yeah, woodsmanship. That's, let's talk about that. Doug, you and I talk about it all the time. You you start when you're young and you learn woodsmanship by squirrel hunting with your daddy. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then your daddy sends you off on your own, mm-hmm. you know. And, and then you learn the hard way. That's right. Yeah, okay. and that's the best way to learn. I that's think. right. And, and that's what I would encourage anybody that wants their, you know, child or grandchild to be a good turkey hunter, teach them to be a good squirrel hunter. Oh, yeah. And more than likely, they'll be a good turkey main, hunter. main thing is get those kids out in the woods. That's the right. mo- more time you can spend in the woods, the more you learn about it, mm-hmm. and that's what's going to really – push you to the point where hey i know where that bird's at mm-hmm. there's a creek in between us i need to get over on that side of the creek mm-hmm. or uh, there's a path he'll be able to get to me you know that you know people they ask you know what's the most important thing uh, you know one thing is to have turkeys well, you know <laughs> you gotta have turkeys but if you got birds uh and i'm gonna speak the Further to the co- the Gulf Coast you are, the more true this is, but it's patience. Yeah. And, you know, people say, well, how do you learn this? They say, well, before you go in the woods, you get a rock. Pick up a rock, a little old round rock, you know, about the size of a quarter. You put it in your pocket. When you get to where you're going, you know, you hear a bird, if he gobbles, you know, and you decide to set up. Whenever you sit up, set that rock down, sit on it, and don't move till it hatches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound like my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, patience is a hard thing for some, and some, you know, I kind of enjoy sitting there and uh, letting nature fill me up, sort of. You know? That's it. That's yep. right. And if you don't do that, you probably ain't going to be a good turkey. That's it. <laughs> anyway, so, man, it's been a pleasure having you all on today. I hope everybody enjoyed it. All right, we're going to be back next Thursday at noon right here again on WNSP. Y'all have a great day. <laughs>